A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars, and this week, the connotations of country music. I am sitting in our spare room and it's warm outside, but I have all the windows closed to preserve the audio quality for which Smith & Sniff is not known. Yes. And I'm, I'm doubly suffering because I got up this morning and uh, in a fit of enthusiasm, despite the warm weather, I went for a run. Oh, well then, done you. I've been fighting motivation on that front. I'm, I'm surprised myself, if I'm honest. Just did a cheeky 5k, and oh, it was it was a, it was a sweaty one. Was it pollen? Got back, not particularly. Don't, you don't have to clear your pollen filter out. No, which is <laughs> a, a Kenyan a Kenyan nose blow in the back garden, where you just you hold one nostril and you just blast <laughs> oh, it. <God. laughs> I don't. Even if I'm out in parkland and there's no one around i'm very dubious about doing that these days because i feel like if someone spots you they'll have a right go at you because of covid but um so i don't what I if you're in the s- middle of nowhere and you do a Kenyan well i'm never really blow. in the I'm never really in the middle of nowhere because i live in the city but um uh but no so I, no, the problem I've, I've got today apart from that i'm now sitting in a really really hot room in the roof of my house is <laughs> i went for a run and then i got home and i realized I'd got less than 15 minutes till I had to be on a call <laughs> that was just a short call. And it had to be a short call because then I'm talking to you, which is what I'm doing now, obviously. Yes. And the shower didn't take. As fans of Seinfeld will know, that episode where George has a shower and it doesn't take and he's still sweaty. You know, and it, it's you a have phenomenon, to do, isn't it? Yeah, you have to close the pores. You've got to go in cold and um, blanching the lettuce or whatever they call it. Yeah. That just sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not. That's the other way around, isn't it? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You've got to, you've got to slam Rinsing the pores the closed. Yeah, yeah you've yes. got to felch yeah. the, 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 the diseasel. So you've and got I to go in the shower cold. Didn't take, so I'm still sweating from the previous exertion that's the worst now i've locked myself in a hot airless room so you've got armpit gravy already it's it's the forehead i've got a leaky forehead i think this is the first podcast i've done this year where i'm in the spare room and it's not really freezing i've got no shoes on i've got shorts on i'm drinking a coffee out of the fridge and the window is ever so slightly ajar i'm almost feeling californian uh, or, or Zimbabwean, and uh, no shoes and a cold coffee. That's definitely is that Cali yeah. SoCal spec. It's a bit SoCal, I suppose. And I uh, and I've got two Euro fighters that they've just gone. I was laughing to my wife. Ch- oh, how we chuckled about ten minutes ago, <laughs> saying, "Oh, I'm about to do a podcast." And there's two Euro fighters doing really slow um, exercise manoeuvres around the house. I mean, not just around our house, obviously, Wait, much bigger God, area. God, I can turn on a six-piece, that's plane's gone. <laughs> yeah, they're in the front room on full thrust. Yeah, uh-huh. it's all kicking off. No, but, like, they're, they're going round, and, they, you know, they're, they're doing a slow manoeuvre, but they're obviously having to use quite a lot of kick-down on the auto box to keep it yeah. in the air. It always fascinates me how they do that, but it was so deafening. So if you, if you hopefully you won't hear them again, but there's a chance. How, how do you fly a, a plane like that? I mean... Oh man! You've got more than you've got two joysticks. So you've got three. I can't quite no, remember. I think you just got, got a handbrake. Have you got? Yeah, two? they handbrake it a lot, don't they? They do. They, they like <laughs> oh, no. to pull on the bar sometimes. I'm thinking just to get of. Into a... I'm thinking of helicopters. Helicopters have got a handbrake and two joysticks, haven't they? Oh, helicopters have got. Helicopters are sort of like they're like those vintage cars where all the controls are outside, and you look at it and you go, "What does all this do? And why are you having to use all of it all the time? It's just it's busy, isn't it? It looks it is. busy being in a helicopter." But Murdoch um, made Murdoch made it look so easy. He just got in it with his airbrush jacket on, and just went <laughs> and just and just started flying on it on you know totally on your side whilst singing sea shanties or something. Yeah. That's what I want to be. I want to be him, although without the mental illness, ideally. 
Yeah. Well, he had. I mean, I think he had PTSD, didn't he? That's what he, what, it, what caused people to refer to him as Howlin' Mad, which is not particularly sympathetic to a very serious condition. But yes, um, was he was still school. a damn good chopper pilot. He was, and, wasn't he? Um, yeah. So uh, I went down to Sussex over the bank holiday weekend last last that, week. Is that Sussex. last week? Yeah. Yeah, Sussex. so we had a long weekend in Sussex. You see David, Dol- um, David Alban down there. I'm David Alban. had gone so down to the coast. For I got a, a got a boat down there. Away, boat down in Sussex. I write a lot of songs in, and didn't uh, didn't see Damon Alban taking a few days away. But we were staying on the coast, and the it was delightful. However. Lot of light aircraft to the point where it actually became a bit annoying. I quite often enjoy seeing a light aircraft. Do you? I don't know why. Just yeah, because they're a bit of a novelty. You know, you see a lot of big planes going over yeah. where I live, but you don't see a lot of little ones because mainly because of the big ones, I think. But <laughs> when they're going over all the fucking time, it becomes a bit tiresome. I've discovered we get loads of them round here because of the RAF bases or the and the ex RAF bases that become pleasure yeah. craft stations also known as small airports um and uh, i yeah well we've said this before not that long ago it just sounds like someone's following you around with a trombone um when i'm out in the garden (laughs) i just find it really annoying because they're never very fast it's just someone going and like i don't want that don't want to be followed around by a sorry trombone do i that's not even someone following. That's, that feels like that's there's like an animal's got its head trapped in the blowy bit of a trombone. Yeah, oh. it's some sort of like Muppet Show incidental oh. music. Wherever I walk around, yeah, it is like that. <laughs> oh god! But then you get the helicopter. It, you sometimes get a helicopter which is a bit indecisive. If we get the old Chinook, the Chinook, I think that's proper um, ting, tingly, tingly spine, uh, mm. exciting. The the, yeah. the the hairs on the nape rise, that's exciting. And we we do. I've said this before, I'm sure, but we we get we get a lot of older planes coming over from you know warplanes, classic stuff like um, uh, Spitfires um, oh. coming over quite a lot, which is really cool because they're based not okay. that, some of them are based not that far away, and the Lancaster they, bombers not not that far away. Is that is that Scrampton? Are they based there? I think they are. The red Ar- the red eyes. The Red Arrows used to do the that. Arrows. Red Arrows. Yeah. <laughs> red Arrows used to come over. What was that awful noise outside? Of course you saw the Red Arrows. And then it's it like upside down. That's what I, I once went to the British Grand Prix and I was walking along. I was trying to get to where I was supposed to be watching the race from as the Red Arrows did their customary pre-race display. And I overheard a woman describing the Red Arrows as just silly. And I thought, <laughs> what kind of outlook on life do you have to have to describe the red arrows as just silly? I was, I, I wanted to stop and go, what is wrong there, with you? There's so many things, but not that, aren't they? I know. I mean, come Strange. on. Strange. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just yeah, skilled, silly. There's skilled chaps. There's skilled chaps. There's Yeah, well, you see, I quite... But, I mean, you get quite a rich variety of... Of, um, of craft... Airplanes, yes, airplanes. Which we did. Uh, a Chinook went sort of near our house a few weeks ago because we're not a million miles from um, RAF Northholt in North London, and that gets some of the odd interesting military thing. And there was a, a Chinook, which I presume was on its way there. But God, you can hear them from a while away, can't you? Yeah, yeah, you can. It's that double beat. Yeah, it's. I think it's the it's the airborne equivalent of a double bass drum. Um, on a, a drum kit, you've got mm. you've got the double pedal, haven't you? So it's just yeah. that little bit more intricate, a little bit more aggressive in places. I think when you if you um, walk I'm into quite a down venue with when you're expecting some live music and you see the kit already set up and it's got the double bass drum, a part of me goes, uh oh, oh, it's going to be a could, drum solo, isn't there? You, what you, do you fear the solo of the drums? It depends. I, I just, like it. I'd rather the whole band played. I think it's probably a more pleasant sound. I mean, you know, yeah. it depends on the on the on the drum solo. It depends also on the length of it. A it should be capped at a minute. It should be capped at a minute. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't it? I mean, maybe if the um, 
the rhythm section ombudsman could could impose yeah. that as yeah. a rule. No more than a minute, please. Yeah. And then just and then everyone else just joins back in, or everyone stops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if there's a, in a band situation, <laughs> no one really should be getting more than a minute of solo. <laughs> How do you feel about the scatting in a band? Um, I think um, it's called scatting. You know where, and I don't mean. I don't as in mean, Acca- yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't mean pooing. I mean following the. Um, George Benson does it. I take a message you this morning. George Benson, he's, he was the king of sort of yeah. sc- scatting along to his guitar, which again sounds awful, but I, I mean this in a, in, in the uh, the original sense. Singing along and harmonising with his own guitar. He was a. I say he was. I think George Benson is still alive. He is a dude. Yeah. Benson, Benson knows what he's doing. Great guitarist. Um, good singer can can scat and also um, I seem to remember from the 80s he had a bed shop as well oh come on I nearly <laughs> fell for that really, then he didn't <laughs> really all adverts on the telly yeah Benson's for beds yeah, George but like, Benson's for beds it wasn't Excuse George me, Benson's bed I'm going to scat you to sleep yeah he just follows you around the shop Uh, like all right i'll buy the more expensive mattress can you just piss off george stop harmonizing right behind me i'm trying to put my secret pin number in get off (laughs) no you put me off now put the wrong number in i remember one of my kids did that once i was at a cash point and covering the the pin Mm. and my daughter was much shorter much smaller and she just looked and just went Ah, oh, six two four one, and, and, and I just went brilliant. There's a trip. There's a trip to the bank tomorrow. What an absolute <laughs> swine flute! Kids say the funniest security compromising don't, things, don't they? Oh, I know what I was going to talk to you about. I, 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 I thought we should talk about some real cars this week on the podcast. Um, I don't know, controversial, but um, yeah. Well, we Best sort of, of with this one. I think because of my airport debacle, I pro- we probably got a little bit sidetracked by the fact that Ford released the um, the F one fifty Lightning the other week, and um, yeah, f- fully electric pickup. And mm. I've got to say, I'm 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 loving it. I I there's a the thing about pickups is I've started listening to a bit more country music. Have you? Yeah, because I quite like the storytelling, and it's quite warm. I like the storytelling. I like that, and I don't know if it's an age thing or whether it's I'm just being a bit more embracing of music that I otherwise shunned. No, it's the same that uh, rap music. I like the fact that it tells stories. Some rap music tells stories. Yeah. There's much less repetition. It's more like prose in a way, but very artfully constructed prose in in that it sort of keeps moving in one direction rather than... A trad song might repeat the same sentiment, and um, and I love that. Yeah, so and you're right. Country music as well. It's, it's just telling stories, isn't it? A lot of it. A good. Story. Yeah, and it's quite relaxing. And um, so and and, and I guess the thing is, my, with my country head on, mm-hmm. I, you, there's often references to pickup trucks and agricultural machinery, which which is great. And I find myself going, oh yeah, this is this is what pickup trucks are all about. It's this. Maybe maybe I do want a pickup truck. But then I realised the reality of a pickup truck where we live in this part of the world, I think, mm-hmm. is almost pointless. So I'm, I'm I'm constantly fighting, you know, the the country person singing in my ear versus the real person going, "Oh, Johnny, shut up!" Like you're either going to have an you're either going to have a a Ford Ranger with too much chrome on it and just look a bit silly, yeah. Or you're going to buy what? You're going to buy a Dodge Ram or something ridiculous that takes up two lanes of the motorway, and you never ever put anything in the back of it. It's just full of water and leaves, <laughs> and you just go, "Why didn't I just buy a big estate or something like that?" However, I come back to the fact that the I think what they've done with the F150 Lightning, I've, I've, big as you know, best best selling vehicle in the states, and pretty much has been for for decades yeah the fact that they've kept the look they've almost kept the 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 body i think the same the the aluminium body and they've got that full have you seen the full lift up bonnet that has nothing but storage in i mean it's creepy 
but in a in an impressive way. It's just a huge like basking shark's mouth. It just opens and you I go. Say, you can put anything look, you want in here. Oh God! Sorry, my pickup truck is ingesting krill again. I do, <laughs> but it it's is. impressive, isn't it? Yeah, and I really like it. I saw someone online saying, "Well, if there's nothing in there but a void, mm-hmm. they've turned into a boot. Why not just?" make the front lower and smoother and therefore more aerodynamic and that would lead to greater efficiency and i think the reason is that there's only so far they can push it they're Mm. having to play softly softly catchy monkey here in a very traditional market to try and persuade people to go electric if they made it look madly futuristic unless they went the full tesla bullshit truck whatever it's called that will never happen in that form but you know they got a lot of headlines for looking so crazily futuristic and fair enough Mm -hmm. but Ford can't risk doing that and say this is a production car. It'll, it'll scare too many people off. It needs to still look like a motherfucking pickup truck. Of course and it, it does. does. It's same same truck, different flavour. You know, like yeah. So just, it's going to have to have a big, boxy, slightly aggressive front end. But then, what can we do with that? Since we don't need to stick a motor in there in the internal combustion sense, and and it's got this huge boot thing there. Which yeah, is, it is. It's powered as well, isn't it? That front bit I noticed is powered, so it opens and closes electrically. So, so it's a really bit like could. a ferry, like a car ferry. Well, what it reminded me of is is the way that some freighter aeroplanes they open their noses. Or their they mouths. do, they do. Or Pac Man. It's a bit like oh, if you were yeah. to buy a yellow F one fifty, it would just be like Pac Man, wouldn't it? I wonder how quickly the front opens and closes. If it would be possible to just keep pushing the button as you <laughs> drove along so that the, your car looks like it's... What, and drive up behind smart cars and just ingest them? Yeah, you could take a power pill, of course, um, which would be a fast charge, but Ford, being the masters of marketing, would, would call it the power yeah. up, wouldn't they? Um yeah, that could work. I mean, I know the F. I know the F one hundred and fifty. That the, the Lightning is not. Um, it looks like a conventional truck, and it's priced quite aggressively. And I know there's two different battery sizes. But and uh, the Rivian is going to be coming out in the next year as well. So it's going to come. I think the yeah. Rivian's going to come out in twenty twenty two, which is a. I think is a more luxurious truck. It's it's the packaging is probably a little bit more impressive, but. Needless to say, it's going to be an exciting year for like um, rugged-looking trucks that are running on zero tailpipe emission stuff. And I think it's going to be a really interesting change because the the big kind of like rolling coal-style pickup has been the thing that's always been seen as the nemesis of the Tesla driver. Yeah. And now we're going to see that not being the case. I mean, with my with my sort of fantasy country hat on, it could be a literal country hat i often it's the same category as drinking liquor neat i i don't drink liquor neat i I don't like whiskey but i like the idea because i've been listening to lots of country songs of possibly just just throwing one down the hole neat you know maybe you sit there do you do do it tv drama style where you sit there and you just drink a glass of what is actually cold tea just for the look I do, and what I do do is if I I, I, I stare into space, and I put, put and, and I'm trying to describe this as best as possible. I put my entire hand over the top of the tumbler as yes. I'm as I'm pondering life, and I may be screwing it left and right onto the top of the counter. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I'm 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 trying to drink away the stress because that's what is always portrayed. We know that that doesn't work, although we all do it now and again. Yeah, um, but it's not actually very good for you. Do you know what you don't very see very though. much anymore? Is uh, people sitting the wrong way around on chairs. Or, or people mooning. Yes. Don't see that. It's not a thing anymore. I think people are really offended by it. Whereas back in the days when I was a teenager, it was par for the course, I felt. Yeah. Or was it just me and my mates? <laughs> With the well, only people still mooning. There's a possible part of that. But no, I know what you mean. And I think when we got when 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 we became adults, uh, the problem was is you you get yourself into a little bit more hot water. Yes, <laughs> and if you're not if you're not careful, you can show more than you wanted to. So we stopped well, doing that then. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, nobody if, wants to see gristle as well. So if a, um, yes, if a little bit of <laughs> hacky sack pops into view, <laughs> unacceptable. 
Um, no, it's like my favourite name for a fictitious pub, the Funnel and the Bag. You don't want to necessarily see. You don't necessarily want to see both. Seeing one without the other is probably more acceptable. There's something else. As, as being as we are slightly wistfully nostalgic, something else that, that doesn't happen anymore is is, is sort of contrived names for pubs. That was big in the nineties when it I, was just at yeah uni, constant. You go, I oh, should we pop down the goose and desk fan for a couple of pints, and, just, <laughs> and then thankfully because it, it got a bit tiresome. You go, yeah. Okay, the wasp and ovaries is open, isn't it? We'll pop down there. It's getting, that's too much. Stop it. You just you just trying to think of the most wacky name you can, and it's not amusing anymore. So there anyway, was that's loads probably of good that. that's gone away. The goose loads and the desk fan. That'd be. But but back to my original point. I felt like in American and exclusively American TV shows in the eighties, everybody sat the wrong way round. They'd grab a kitchen chair and they would pivot it round and then they would sit the wrong way round on it so that the back became sort of an armrest. Yes, and if it was a woman doing it, it could be quite sexy. Oh, yeah. And then a rare British example of that is the the famous picture of Christine Keeler because she's sitting the wrong way round on a chair, but mainly because I think it's sort of, you know, to cover her. Is she naked? She's naked, or at least you're meant to think she is, and that's... And that's why she's sitting the wrong way around on the chair. She's using the back, the solid back of a of a chair, to to hide censor her herself. Modesty. Yeah, but usually it's an American thing. And you yeah, just, but then, is, then once it? you're sitting the wrong way around the chair, you can your arms are across the back, and you can cradle that that cup of whiskey while you go. Well, I guess maybe this is it. She's gone. And, um, she's left. Yeah, she's gone. He's got, you're trying to work just out you and me now, Benji. Back. And a small dog looks at you with baleful eyes. Yeah, which has which you forgot to feed for the last three days. Or you should two whiskey. Oh <laughs> shit! Well. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're looking at the pickup truck out in the yard, which is upside down, and fully <laughs> smashed up from the last <laughs> time you came rough. home and got it a bit wrong. <laughs> just the front of it is just buried in a wooden barn side. <laughs> well, that ain't coming out. <sighs> I'd love to live in a country song. Well, yeah, but what's going to happen mm. to you? Because they're always a bit. Well, they 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 either start happy and end sad, or start sad and end happy. I think. Yes. Well, so, I say that's why they're good stories because there's an arc. Of course, we all love an arc. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know whether I'm ever going to own a pickup. I think going back to the the lightning and the Rivian type thing. I think people do get a bit sort of EV evangelists can get quite cross at the fact that they're, they're unaerodynamic and they therefore unacceptable because they could be more efficient but as yeah. you said rightly on the other hand it's about acceptance from the masses and this is this is we're trying to turn the oil tanker around a bit well exactly i mean as an example of the sort of potential i think sort of resistance from the trad pickup market there's a friend of ours in the u.s now he does not live on a ranch he does have a place in the in the hills and it's like that's all the justification that i think a lot of americans need to go and buy a truck so of course um but he generally lives in a suburban part of broader phoenix conurbation in arizona but it's arizona it's pickup country that's right and he has or had an f-150 a very nice one, you know, one of those posh crew cab ones. Lariat, is it a Lariat? Sort of, yeah, or? something like that. It was, you know, it was, it was actually, it was one of the, I mean, sort of, this is like, he probably is three years ago he bought it. And um, so the interior on those now is actually quite nice. It is, and, it is. Um, I like them. I think they're, they're well done. Yeah. So we went to see them and I was driving a Ford Expedition that I'd borrowed, which had got that turbo V6 in it that they were you know using to replace the V8 oh yeah the EcoBoost that's a great motor yeah really good yeah really strong engine yeah I love and that nice engine. and we just don't good. we don't get it in the UK I no, don't get anything it's a real tragedy powerful quite smooth quite quiet yeah for a V6 reasonably economical yeah no good class act all round and so I was saying this to him and I went is that what's in your F-150 and he went no I got one of the last of the V8 ones because uh, and he was going bear in mind this mate of ours is, you know, he's he's not a stupid man. He's a very successful business person, and but he was going, so he's not a rancher, and he's not kind of like constantly lumberjacking or anything like that. He just wanted a truck so he could throw shit in the back and go to his cabin in the woods. But is he Keith, kids. but not urban? Yes, well, no, he is, is urban. Keith <laughs> Rural. 
<laughs> Keith Suburban. Oh, and, very um, good, very good. So he said, "Yeah, I just, I just don't trust that new engine. You know, there's so much complexity. It's just if it goes wrong, you know, I just, I'm just, I think it's going to be hard as a fix." Wow, that's a bit like. Do you often fix your own truck? I mean, it's like very much. You know, he just, he's basically just leased a new truck. But it's, I think it's part of the fantasy is the sitting in your garage at a weekend in slightly an oily white t-shirt just wrenching was it part of the country narrative because obviously yeah, just a, wrenching a, wrenching on your truck re- like, wrenching you don't a, need to wrench on your truck it's under warranty and it hasn't gone wrong in the three years you've had it but this it is you're still gonna wipe it down you've got to wipe it down rich and there'll be a wipe really <laughs> attractive lady that goat swings by in a john deere and you'll, uh. t- you'll tip your hat at her she'll tip is her she, hat at you oh is she wearing a check shirt She's wearing a check shirt and it it's showing a little bit more than than it perhaps should and she gives you she almost she winks at you in fact while you're rubbing a rag over a brand new car pointlessly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I feel like I need to write a country <laughs> song now that's sort of it's 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 warm and it's jolly but it's also pointless. <laughs> What's on that rag, John Westchester? Good. Nothing I, but water and a little turtle wax. Yeah, we've had a few problems with this one. She's she's a beautiful truck, but we've had a few problems. Maybe you want to come over to the farm and wax my turtle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've my wife's left me, and I'm drinking whiskey, so I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that why? Uh, you, is that why there's thirteen why trucks you, upside why? down in the yard? <laughs> yeah, I've, <laughs> I've I've had some I've had some problems this last week. Come in. So. Let me get you a chair. Let me rotate that chair through 180 <laughs> degrees so it's the wrong way round. Then you can sit on it. Oh, by the way, I've taken my jeans off. <laughs> anyway, so that's it's, your, it's that's all your of future that. life. It's all of that's that. That's your future life when you have a pickup truck. Slash breakdown, yes. As in nervous rather than truck. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I just pulled up a YouTube clip of the Mega Power Frunk as it's called that thing at the 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 boot at the front of the F1 the, 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 the krill the krill ingester the krill the the, the Batman <laughs> boot which is we forgot to say it's called the mega power frunk oh I've just seen the video it goes up quite quickly yeah that's quite good it goes up quickly enough that it's it does it, you could convincingly make an ar 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 noise I mean it's bloody Ooh. massive as well. That boot, the boot in there is like it's huge. That's why I was so impressed with bigger it. Bigger than like a Mercedes S class boot it. or something. It's huge. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's, it's wonderful. also genuinely useful though. It's one of those things where you go now in the target kind of market for people who want a utility vehicle, but you know, not necessarily because they you know work on a construction site, but just because, like my friend, they have a cabin in the woods that they go away with the kids and they take, you know stuff to go and do outdoorsy things Mm. the fact that you've got a closed dry storage place as well as the bed out the back that you don't have to cover so you could stick like kids bikes in the back you've got your motocross bikes and the children's bikes and the quads yeah well that's what they've got and the uh, and, the hot um, air balloon and all the obviously other obviously yeah weekend break got a things. couple of uh, a couple of paragliders in there yeah I've got a greyhound racing yeah. stadium and all the greyhounds so that we can <laughs> yeah. we can do, take bats we can p- place bats and watch from our porch all the greyhounds race damn it forgot to pack the hovercraft and um <laughs> so I'll stick this I'll stick the, the clip of the mega power frunk opening up on the um Patreon show notes, but it's it's quite good. Um, I'm impressed by that. It's a good job. They've done a good job, and I suppose they've they've made they've done a more curvaceous EV with the the Mac E. So yeah, and, 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 and as a drivetrain, that car is and as a and as a vehicle to drive, it's really good. It, the, the the looks are a bit odd in places, but you, you know, I think they're they're trying to cover all the bases. But I'd be yeah. interested to know though how how the because they've obviously Ford. Ford needs this to work. Ford. Well, it's they, not though, is it? Because it's Ford. Okay, Ford. Built, Built Ford tough. Oh yeah. Ford. Ford. Ford truck. Hi, my name's Ford truck. Um, they need to get this right because they've obviously sunk a load of money into it. Yes. I'd just be interested to see how it does because, on the one hand, you sort of go, okay, if a kind of intelligent professional suburban man can convince himself that he needs a V8 rather than a turbo V6 for. Sp- specious reliability and maintenance reasons then mm-hmm. you know 
the electric side might be. On the other hand, I don't know. That's the sort of, you know, in a slightly sort of snobbish British way, we're going, oh, well, of course, you know, the Americans, they, they like their pickup trucks a little raw. But I don't know if that's true. Maybe they don't. Maybe lots of people are actually going, do you know what? This looks like it could suit my life quite well because of the extra utility you get with, like, your your yeah. front boot. And you, you can do all those tricksy things like you can on that Hyundai Isotonic 5, can't you, where you can mm. power stuff off the truck. Yeah, it's a mobile well power source. Putting electricity into which it. Which makes it more adventure-friendly. Yeah, outdoors. if you're outdoorsy and you go camping, first yeah, of all, you've got somewhere dry to put your clothes in your front front. Yeah, yeah, front, you could have a... Um, in fact, Ford have probably already done it. You get one of those tent, like awning-style tents which clips to the side of the truck. And suddenly you make your own... You can make your own proper, like, adventure den... You got your, yeah. uh, you've brought along your Dodgems. You've brought along your, your Ferris wheel. You've brought along your Greyhound Stadium. You've brought along your, <laughs> uh, your uh, what have you got? Six quad bikes uh, and all the other important yeah. paraphernalia for camping. Snooker um, table. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred and twenty-eight foot power boat with seventeen fishing rods <laughs> on the back. Yeah, I'm going to go fishing for barracuda at, at seventy-eight miles an hour on a lake. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> waddle it tow hey mister waddle it tow is always oh yeah there's well actually i was going to bring that up because do you remember that amazing pr stunt that folds did in um 2019 uh, whether they got a, and i really enjoy it. it it's a it's a film on youtube that four did i thought they they pitched it just right i know it's clearly pr but i did like it um where they towed a train a million pound freight train with um a ford electric ford f-150 mm. um mm. in front of a load of really really hardcore ford truck drivers who may or may not have been actors and actresses i, th- I they didn't come across <laughs> as being actors slash actresses but it, it, you could tell they were definitely quite shocked at what they seen but anyway i think they were they so shocked they had to go and pour an enormous measure of neat whiskey and then drink it backwards on a chair yeah, they did actually. One of them had a six th- six thumbs worth of whiskey in a tumbler. <laughs> and bearing just... in mind is he just hit his thumb with a mallet the day before he tried to put up <laughs> trying to be more drunk than I used to be. Must be the size of my thumb. Because <laughs> he'd been putting up his outdoorsy tent, which is a, basically a circus big top <laughs> in the middle of the woods. <laughs> and it used, used a huge mallet and absolutely twatted his thumb. That's a great country song, though. Mm. Has this glass got smaller as, or as my thumb swelled up? It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a song about drinking whiskey. Do you know what, though? It's got me thinking. I know we're, we're always on an endless orbit around um, Matra ranchos. Um, regular listeners will know this. We constantly refer to Talbot Matra Ranchos as the car from our childhood, which was sort of before its time and, in a strange way, achingly cool, soft roader. Mm. Mm. Imagine giving it the sort of electric Ford Lightning-type treatment. We're such a good resto mod. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. With that opening krill mouth with all the storage... You'd have all the stuff on the roof. It could be four-wheel drive, but silent. It would yeah. just be... Like, if I could afford it, damn it, I would I would commission that in a heartbeat. And while I was there, I'd commission an AMC... Is it an AMC Eagle? The the off-road estate car? Yes. 
Yeah, which again and there was a saloon one, wasn't there? Which is even more sort of ahead oh, of its time. Was it was that called of... an Eagle or was it a Concord? Was it, there was a IMC Concord? Uh, I'm I trying... can't remember, so I'm going to cheat. And Amer- American and Canadian listeners will know they'll be shouting at their podcast mm. provider. I imagine all of our North American listeners have turned off in disgust at our. Poor By the way, American yeah, we're, we're not taking the piss out of Americans per se in this because you know, you know, I've 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 got well, Richard's wife is American, and I've got quite a lot of American goods lying around my house that I've just hosed money at over the years. So don't worry, we're not we're not taking the Michael. But <laughs> no, I um no, I'm very much very much like the idea of an AMC Eagle off road. Uh, electric or a Matra Rancho. What a great! I just wish, I wish people who could afford it would do more interesting builds, resto mods. There needs to be more people waking up and having those sorts of thoughts rather than going. I know what I'll do. I'll restore an E-type Jag. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I'll get a relatively modern 911 and make it look like a bit of an older 911, um, and that'll be good for me. Yeah. Think harder. Think harder, please. I actually saw, not to have a go at Singer, because we do like their stuff because they do it properly, but I actually saw a Singer in real life on the street the other day. Was it good? Was it was it good? Yeah, it looked great. looks absolutely brilliant. And you can spot them because they just look proper. Some of those sort of resto-modded fake retro 911s, they just don't quite look right. And and Singers just sort of do because they sweat the details. Oh, they're a, they're um, a, they're a car for life, I would say. If, 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 oh, yeah. If anyone ever yeah. has commissioned a Singer, I can imagine that is a car you'd... Commission, keep, drive, enjoy, slash family heirloom, Patek, Philippe, mm. watch, spec, but you actually get to use it. I'm um, really... Yeah, well, that's the only thing. You'd have to get to use it, wouldn't you? I would have you to don't. use it. That's why I really appreciate it when people have a, a super, hyper, um, highly exotic car, but they actually put miles on it. You know, they... Yeah. Yes, I know it can get stone-chipped, and yes, I know something could happen, but, you know, something can happen in life... Anything can happen in life, can't it? So wise words. You go also to bed a with a headache a and never wake yeah. up because yeah. I've had seventeen thumbs of whiskey. <laughs> Forgetting that I accidentally shut my thumb in the superpower front of my <laughs> fifty lightning yesterday, and it lift and it and it retracted Swollen and then slammed again and retracted like a, and slammed again. Yeah, it looks a like, like a beaver's tail now. <laughs> I'm gonna. Can you please serve me up three beaver tails of bourbon? Thank you. <laughs> um, I tell you what else I saw. We're, we've talked about this before, and I know we're both fans of the phenomenon of incongruous older people in high performance cars. Oh yeah. And I saw two corkers in the space of a few days last week. First of Talk all, to me. a woman in her. I don't know, I don't want to be rude, but I'd say late 50s, in a Honda Integra Type R. Oh, wow. Okay. A rare car in itself. But yeah. Then, and it was, it was, it looked stock. It hadn't been messed with. It just, it was the, you know, your classic championship white. And it was a UK one with the round lights. And it was just yeah, an interesting car to see anyway. But I was looking at the driver and went, well, that's unexpected. And I, you just, when you see that, you want to um, you want to stop them and go, sorry, just can we just backstory this a little bit just to get... Because I couldn't... Because do you remember, have you ever driven one of those cars? Mm, yes, I have a long time ago. The circular ones, not the... Was it the DC5 that came after that? What was the one that was the Japanese grey import that, that didn't have circular eyes? Oh well, because the thing is, you could. Do you remember there was an inf- there was an official? Inf- uh, I was going to official. What the hell? That's not a word. There was an official uh, Integra Type R, wasn't there? For which had the round lights, but then sometimes there are grey import ones, and they have the rectangular lights. I think. I think you're right. And and that. So you, that's a good way to spot. Although I don't think that's a sort of hard and fast rule. And then yeah, there was the DC five after that, which is different shape and looks, I think, a bit more like a. Civic it's more spaceshipy. Civic. I'm not um, up on my Type R's so well. Um, anyway, the one that came officially came to Britain just briefly and was always white, or was it? Could you get another colours? Oh god, I can't well, remember. Could anyway. you get a red? Think you could get red. Or maybe but, a black, but anyway, it had an absolutely rock hard ride. It I did. Seem to remember, it really did. Like proper kind of, there's no give in this sort of ride. <laughs> and 
I just thought the older you get, the more that that must be just annoying. That's and got hard to grind, work. isn't so it? Yeah. It's what I particularly just thought this lady just looked. I think she was wearing a cardigan as well. She just didn't look like in someone an Integra who would, R. I know. Wow. I love it though. I wonder if it's my auntie. I don't know. Oh, hang on. I think those jets are going over. Yeah. Those. They, are they in, in kickdown? I think, yeah, I think they might be in kickdown. Yeah, one of them's trying out a new um, Ford SX V6. Um, they just, <laughs> they've got to hold it at 5,500 RPM vertically for a stall control function. But they're a bit like, you know, sort of modern performance cars have all that programming in the gearboxes and it's like if one of the things they'll do is if you absolutely mat it they will change down as many gears as they can yeah like three so gears if, you're if it's in, an eight yeah, speed or ten speed they'll drop yeah if they're in seventh or something on an eight speed box they'll just drop it if they can safely and there's a bit of rev range left they'll drop it down to third for you that's what those jets are like isn't it they yeah. absolutely clog it and the kick down is extraordinary oh it's amazing yeah, and I, I I know quite a lot about aeroplanes, um, so I know a lot about the engines that they have and the torque converters and the prop shaft that they use. It's very it's very light, but also very strong um, for warfare and for flying. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for just sort of flying, flying it has to fly. That's number one it's, criteria. Uh, it's, it's, it's it's a hard game. The old flying, hard game, very stressful, very stressful on the parts. Oh yeah, he's got ball score. Oh, he's got terrible ball score. He's been running it hot. He's been running, he's been running it really hot with the cooling yeah. low. He's been doing those hover swerve avoidance maneuvers or whatever they call them. In the yeah, that's what he's been doing. But of course, the American air bases they don't use the Ford Essex V6 in their fighter planes. Um, they've got a huge stash of Fox body Mustangs that they've <laughs> removed the drivetrains from. They much prefer the naturally aspirated five liter, so heavier engine, but obviously more power. Um, well, yeah, but hang on. If it's from a fox body, if it's like from real sort of shittest of shit, um, the fox body, isn't that like a sort of five litre V8 that's got to make it 134 it's, horsepower? It's, 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 it's making eight more horsepower than a three litre V6. <laughs> so so the idea is with these planes, obviously, is we, we take the heaviest block we possibly can. We don't make a great deal of effort to eke out much power from it. And it has to fly. Okay, off you go, boys. See what you can do. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. It's going to be difficult. Um, <laughs> and it's got a three-speed auto in it. Of course, it's got a three-speed three speed auto. I don't know what I'm talking about. Do you think you're ever going to fly? Are you ever going to learn to fly? I've not ruled it not out. Not like the Foo Fighters song. I can't song, imagine it. Yeah, no, not. No, good not song, like, though. It's one of my favourites. Like a Kestrel? No, I don't think that's possible, is it? Um, fly like an know. eagle. I, I, it's it's one of those things you sort of go, yeah, I, I could, I could fancy doing that one day, but then I can't sort of imagine that I'd ever get round to it. I don't know. Would you? No. 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 Emphatically, no. No, I don't want to enough, and I think you've got no. to want to enough because of the money and the time involved. Yeah. I, I love watching other people doing it, and like we said before, I like watching people, seeing people very good at what they do, but I'd be quite happy to not fly i'd be I'd, I'd rather i'd rather be a more accomplished drifter or a fisherman i mean i haven't i haven't <laughs> I, I haven't what like do your trawler test or something no not trawling i think trawling's a crude method really because you know it's just scooping everything and then taking two percent out and then just tipping it all away uh that I, i'm not down with that but no I'd are you probably... accusing trawlermen of cheating it is a bit cheaty, isn't it? What if you go to a fishing contest at the side of a canal and then someone just gets out this absolutely huge net and just goes, and in two minutes' time, they pull onto the bank 17 tonnes of fleshy fish and they go, right, whichever one is the biggest out of all that, I've won. That's my one, yeah. Let's go, right, you've just decimated the stocks of this entire region. Don't worry about it. Some of them will survive. Let's just push them all back and cut cut the net. 
Have yeah. you, do you fish? Have you been fishing? I, I used to fish. I haven't fished for years, Rich. In fact, my daughter said to me only yesterday, God, Daddy, we should go fishing one day. And I thought, bloody hell, I used to love it. I used to love fishing when I was a lad. I used to, we used to do a bit of poaching, a bit of legit, a um, little bit of just simple line. We used to leave night lines up. Yeah, I know. Very night lines. Well. Night lines. Nightlines. Yeah, I did. I did. And I'm and I'm wondering whether I could get back into it again. I think I could. We've got some mates who um own a fishing facility. You know, one of those places has got a couple of lakes and people come and fish at the weekends and they, yeah. they are on their farm. And um we went up there a while ago. They've got a little pond with some baby fish in it a nursery pond maybe it would be okay i don't know and yeah. and uh so we went down there with the kids my boy and i went and um and lent us a rod and i just put the hook through my finger so many fucking times it was ridiculous <laughs> it was, without it to actually get quite annoying <laughs> daddy daddy what's doing on yes hang on a second daddy's just put the hook through his finger again i remember i used to practice casting on my grandparents' lawn mm. sometimes when I had my small first rod that I got from, uh, I think I got my Fisher first Price, rod. Fisher-Price, my from, first rod. It was a second-hand rod that I think my dad bought from a lady at work and it came with a little tackle box. I loved it. And um, I was practising my casting and unfortunately I cast my own hand. I think, oh. it, I think the, yeah, I think the hook must have attached to my hand without me knowing, and then I cast quite violently, oh, sort of ripped a bit of flesh off my uh, hand. It's not very nice. This is why I don't... You know I have quite a few irrational fears, like the one about birds flying into the side of your head and puncturing your temple with their beak and all that. And, yeah, that, that, I mean, that of, is, that's up there, that one. One that's of my irrational weird. fears, which I think is actually quite rational, is that during the casting process of fishing, the hook somehow flicks backwards and gets you in the eye. Oh, uh, yeah, the eye is will take no prisoners in that. Um, I just That's one of the things that puts me off. Yeah. It must happen. I mean, even the eyelid, which in some ways it might be Oh, the lid, the lid, because it's, it's fleshy and, and, and wobbly. Oh, you dirty bastard. Shall we change the subject quite quickly? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, okay, the other, the other night um, I was brushing my teeth and I've, I've, I've sort of got to the end of opportunities for listening to Iron Maiden songs, watching Iron Maiden songs on YouTube, which has been my thing for about the last two years now yes i've yeah. kind of extinguished all that oh so i was just putting some sort of soft rock on just for for lols really while i was brushing <laughs> the teeth just two or three minutes of just some really embarrassing music video and i know we talked about it before um white snake here i go again on my own which is yeah it is a tune i mean have you watched the music video recently no Oh my god, man! It's absolutely fall around <laughs> laughing. It's so, so embarrassingly eighties. I mean, you can't tell which ones are blokes. You can't tell which ones are women. Um, the, oh, wait, the fake I... tan is off the scale. There's some pixie boots, bad boots. You sent me a link to it, didn't you, the other week? Well, you did sent I... me a link and said this is comical? I think you did. There was some video yeah, you sent I me. And you went, watch so. this. It's hilarious. And I think I was on a work call at the time <laughs> I remember thinking if I mute myself could I get away with watching this and would no, anyone notice not and I hope. decided against it because that would be bad well you've got to watch it to the end and the only reason why you've got to watch it to the end because if you're if you can still see through the tears of laughter <laughs> is that at the end David Coverdale who I think is wearing a white open shirt but I can't remember for sure Right at the end, the sort of woman that he's having a bit of an argument with and singing about being on his own, um, he mm. sort of wrestles her over the bonnet of a Jag XJ Series 3 on the, on the street. <laughs> I, I think it's on the street of New York. Looks like a right. Manhattan street. Sort of wrestles her over the do. bonnet and then kisses her. It looks... It doesn't look romantic. It looks like... You know when two really drunk people are trying to get off with one another and it all goes a bit wrong? It's a bit like that. But <laughs> I thought it was cool that, that it, it's a white jag, X-Gen. I thought you'd be down with that. So I, was, I might take a screen grab of it at the exact moment where he sort of trips over the, over the bonnet <laughs> of the jag with the woman trying to be all romantic. But you've got to watch it because... Um, Those US spec Series 3 jags annoy me, though, because once you've noticed that the headlights <clears throat> are the same size and there's a little chrome filler in the outer lights to cover the gap where in Europe it's a bigger light. Oh, yeah. 
it looks wrong and you can't unnotice it and it's annoying but surely i'm amazed maybe more jag owners over there now switch them for the they go euro spec original spec yeah because that that was just because that sealed beam law that there was in the u.s that you had to have sealed beam lights they just whacked in four same size lights and put in a a a fillet to cover the gap and it's just it's just that must be so disappointing for the designers and the engineers imagine being a car designer in the euro car designer in the sort of from the late mid 70s until the late 80s at least and you finish the design, and you've got the proportions and the detailing just right, and then someone comes in and goes, right, let's do the American spec bumpers. And federal lights. federal bumpers. Absolute <laughs> gash. It's the- We've got two RSJs from a skyscraper. <laughs> We're going to whack those on each end, and then, um, yeah, those lovely integrated rectangular light units. Yeah, just, just four <laughs> circular ones. We'll just well, let's stuff them in there. It'll be fine. <laughs> is it the... Oh, and we'll need the- some very, very massive, like, reflectors, like... Are oh, the ones the off the wheels of a, of a child's bike? <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. We're just glue those to the wings in silicon. any place we feel. Huge silicon, the ones on the front wings. No one will know. It's fine. Just get it oh, through. Also, memo. Uh, they want airbags now as well. So, yeah, that lovely, delicate three-spoke wheel. Yeah, don't worry. Look, I've just got a hotel pillow, and I'm going to spray it black to give you an idea of what the centre of the wheel's going to look like. Oh, it's so true. And just staple gun it on. Yeah. <laughs> like you say, just spray it black and staple gun it onto the middle of a delicate three-spoke wheel. While the designer's in the corner of the studio, nakedly weeping with despair, <laughs> he turns back around and someone else from the US spec department has gone, yeah, just going to put um, just a slight a, a white wally type tyre on it, just a thin, thin <clears throat> white band and heavily chromed alloys. Oh, yes, Heavily. of course. Yes, the, the sort of wet-look chrome alloy. Wet-look alloy, yeah. And then it's go, well, well, hang on, where in the US do they like this? Oh, only in the sunniest places. It's basically for Florida and California, so so that your car can blind people as it drives down the road. This one's going to David Cufferdale from Whitesnake. <laughs> and <laughs> he's going to understeer his way around Beverly Hills in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Singing about being on his own again. Open to below his pube line. Oh, yeah, honestly, his shirt is like an air brake. As soon as he undoes the last (laughs) button, it's just... It just it's just who needs a who needs a Bugatti air brake when you're under severe braking? You just fully rely on the early ABS and a linen shirt. No, but if Coverdale was like... Screeching down Beverly Hills and, and his brakes <laughs> failed, he, and he's got the roof down. So he's got the roof down on the SL. Just stand up above the windscreen, and his his blues on style shirt that's only got one button done up, and it's the bottom button. Instantly arrests oh. the car to a complete halt. Oh, it would do, wouldn't it? Absolute like eighties soft rock air brake on a car. I mean, what go, oh, no, the brakes have failed, and the blonde woman in the passenger oh, seat hang on. goes, "Oh my goodness, David, what are we going to do?" And he goes, "Don't worry, here I go again on my own." <laughs> Stands up. <laughs> that, that's... I mean, like, like the the effect for the passenger would be like one of those pilots landing on a, an aircraft carrier with the arrestor wire. <laughs> oh yes, oh, eyeballs popping out. So hang on, this is the true definition of the air grab when people refer to like eighties music air grabbing. No, it's Coverdale, only one button done up. <laughs> Trying to bring a car to a standstill before a catastrophe. Yeah. That's amazing. I could I see. mean he's not. When you think about it. Uh, David Coverdale in the eighties, a very high drag man. What with the shirt and the hair. Oh, if he if he accidentally fell into a swimming pool at a party, he'd never come out. Oh my god, he's going down. He'd never Mind come you, out again. There's so much wet cloth, <laughs> tight fitting leather trousers though. Actually, quite aero. So he's 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 a contradiction really. Oh, he's, he's, he's very draggy from the waist up, but then super aero from there on downwards. Because also he's probably wearing like snakeskin boots. That are yes, quite, they would be quite aero because they're pointy. So yeah, oh, that's true. They're like the front end of a what, weird, third generation Pontiac Firebird boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very. That's very overhanging. A lot of front overhang. Like a lot of boot in front like, of where the toes stop. Like an like, eagle, like beak. an old fire. <laughs> <laughs> but he really, he really the, can't the make original, up. the original air grab, the original air grab is just having a bit of a wobbly moment, a winky bum moment with brake failure. 
going down. Oh, it would be that really hilly place, um, San Francisco. Yeah. And he's doing a little bit of late breaking breaks. He got a bit hot. He's late for breakfast or whatever. <laughs> and um, yeah, sort of overcooking it ever so slightly. ABS is not going to help. He's obviously on tires fit for 120,000 miles, so not a great obviously, deal. Of, yeah. <laughs> not a great deal of grip. <laughs> Fitted to the wet look alloys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is: is are the shirts one air brake use only? So if you've done one emergency stop, the shirt's five oh, yeah. times bigger than it was. So yeah. he turns out well, to also, a meeting with what looks like a stage drape. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's he's, sto- he's stolen the sail off a yacht, <laughs> off his own yacht, and wrapped it around himself. You're right, he's been on the yacht again. No, just no, driven also in. the strain, the sheer strain on that one solitary done-up button. It's like a crash helmet. Once it's been under pressure, you can't reuse it. You've got to just throw it away for safety reasons. So maybe you, you um, Coverdale could actually do official air brake shirts. Only one button is sewn with steel cable as opposed to <laughs> cotton. <laughs> and you know... Titanium. And that is the one button that will do it all. You yeah. get, That's your own shit button. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could dangle from a crane from that button. <laughs> that's another great uh, 80s music video, wouldn't it? He'd be dangling well, from just, a crane... Just dangling from a, from a single shirt button. By a single button. shirt button and singing about heartbreak and, I don't know, general disappointment in life. <laughs> but fully trusting... <laughs> Fully trusting the shirt. I think I would save that for the inevitable guitar solo that's filmed from a helicopter. Oh, yeah. The, the, the helicopter shot sort of circles the it, guitarist it, hanging from a single shirt button from a crane. But so that they're sort of then their torso is, is horizontal so that they can have the guitar across their chest in the accepted way while they go. I'd like to know what Coverdale drives these days, whether it's he's still quite 80s rock or whether he's just toned it down a bit. Well, now, we did quite well on the old Sade thing, so what I'm going to say is if anyone's listening and has ever encountered David Coverdale and his car, please get in touch. And from now on, if you want to get in touch with us, you email us at hello at smithandsniff.com. Yeah. That's hello at smithandsniff, all in words, dot com. Yeah. And we we haven't set it up yet. But we will, for any possible commercial opportunities, we will we will set up on that side of things at smithandsniff.com. <laughs> it took me ages to think of what the the before the at should be because I was thinking maybe it should be like sport. Office. And I was like, well, the the the, the spelling of that changes every week. So Spot. office, as if we have an office. It would. It, I'd love if we had an office. <laughs> One day, <laughs> maybe we really will. obtuse that makes us sound quite corporate, like central purchasing at smithandsniff.com. Oh, that would be great. Well, that would be we great. can we can have as many as we want because we have the domain name now, so we could just have a load of cockarsed email addresses. But for now, it's just hello at smithandsniff.com. Uh, and on that note, uh, we should probably bring things gently to a stop to let them cool down. So before we go, I have uh, three things to tell you. They are one, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel called The Late Break Show. Lots of many... Lots of many? What the lots fuck of many things. Many of lots of things on there to watch with your eyes. Many things. view of the new uh, uh, Rimac. Uh, two, I've got various books out. Uh, one of them is called The Medium-Sized Book of Boring Card Trivia by Sniff Petrol, available exclusively on Amazon as an e-book or a paperback. And three, if you have kids of a certain age, you probably watched the cartoon series The Octonauts, which is very good, and you may be familiar with the captain from The Octonauts. He's a polar bear. He has a very heroic, trustworthy voice. But what you might not know is that voice is provided by Michael the Geordie from Alan Partridge. Really? Yeah. Simon Greenall, the actor, is uh, Captain <coughs> Barnacle in Octonauts, but he was also uh, Michael in Alan Partridge. And he's been in loads of other stuff as well. He's a very talented actor. I think Captain Barnacle is an absolute teat. <laughs> going to say act. I, and do you know why? Because he, he's, he's just one of these people that has a fully authoritative voice, but beneath that, you realise he's telling everyone to do something that he hasn't thought through yet. Quick, everybody jump into the Thames, everybody jump into the river, 
come on let's go chop chop we must do this why are we doing that um the ice cream because i said so in a commanding voice yes exactly you haven't thought it through you clueless stroker it's an infuriating program. Luckily, my kids have grown out of it. It's not infuriating. I think it's brilliant. But if it was, I tell you who biscuits my tits out of that program is Peso, whiny little penguin twat. Honestly, is it? <laughs> just fuck off. Put it on the torpedo tube. We can't go back into this whole wormhole of disliking infant cartoons so much because no, of them being no. useless. Although Scrappy Doo was an absolute. Soapy titwank, um, and we all know. Oh, it. did I not send you that mega article about the creation of Scrappy Doo by one of the people who was there? No, it's fabulous. He it's was a, a long. Nobody read, liked it, did they? No, but it's a brilliant example <clears throat> of you know what goes on in in you know behind the scenes on television shows and how you know these sort of bizarre decisions get made for various reasons and then can't be stopped um yeah i'll put a link in our patreon show notes for the people what give us a little bit of money well to that end can i just say can i say thank you very much to everyone that contributes to smith and sniff via patreon um it's really kind of you and it really helps to justify our existence with our wives in and in general so thank you very much for that and uh yes we will always do these every week even if one of us is trapped in an airport or in hospital so don't you worry about that (laughs) okay yeah that's 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 my promise promise. that's the smith's mission statement suddenly for no apparent reason lives in wyoming and can only sit backwards on chairs drinking whiskey by the beakerful by the thumbful we'll still muddle through somehow we will maybe next week who knows uh on which note we will see you then thanks ever so much for listening goodbye bye-bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.